the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. The NFL season is donezo, which means all eyes turn to the college basketball, hardwood, or maybe the NBA, a little NHL, uh, if you're in the Olympics, if you're like one of the six people that's actually watching them. Uh, by all means, uh, fire off some tickets, and that's what we're doing right here in the world of college hoops. And, and Lundy, I was looking at the conference winner markets at DraftKings, and this is for the regular season, not cutting down the nets in the respective conference tournaments. And there was one team that really stood out to me. And, you know, you got a lot of heavy favorites now. I mean, we're mid to late February. We're, uh, you know, sprinting towards a resolution to the conference season uh, with the NCAA tournament, you know, getting underway about a month from now. So there's a lot of chalk everywhere, like Houston, minus 200 to take the American Athletic, the ACC, Duke at minus 300, uh, Providence at minus 220 in the Big East, and the list goes on and on and on. But if you zero in on the Big Ten, and I know Purdue is still the heavy favorite right now at minus 210, actually pretty good value there at Illinois at low plus numbers at plus 125. Some of the books have it as high as plus 220. But um, Ohio State at DraftKings is 15-1 to to win the Big Ten title. And I just want to throw out this scenario because they're only one loss behind Illinois right now in the right side of the column. And they have a ton of games remaining uh, due to their COVID shutdown earlier in the conference season. So... Uh, They still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight regular season contests. A lot of these games are going to be played with just a couple of days off in between. So their conditioning is going to have to be tip-top shape, and uh, I'm sure it will be. But out of those eight games, six of them are at home. And the two away games are at Illinois, uh, which is the only game that they're not favored to win in the rest of the way, and the other one at Maryland. So if Ohio State – holds home court, uh, maybe can sneak that W in Champaign, or even if they lose it, knowing how uh, there's always so much upheaval and it's uh, rock'em, sock'em robots in this conference, at 15-1, to it's distinctly possible that Ohio State wins the Big Ten outright or at least gets a share and you're cashing a ticket here. So uh, what are your thoughts on the Buckeyes? I-, I just think that is of the conference title winners in the futures market out there, bar none, the best value on the board. Do you disagree? Brad, when was the last time you had your eyes checked? <laughs> it's been a while, brother. Because I'm looking at DraftKings right now, and Ohio State is plus 4,000. Really? That's Yes. All right. So, so I, I don't, I'm, I'm, on, it, I'm some... on it. Which where are you at? I just saw it at uh, so conference winner. I yes. I'm looking at the screen right now and it says yes. plus fifteen hundred. I wonder if we're getting a little difference between being in the heart of Big Ten country and me being out here in Colorado. Are we Holy seeing different man. odds? Yeah, you. That must is be. crazy. Yeah, that is. Oh crazy. my gosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nuts. Um, but yeah, in part you look ten and zero at home. Uh, for Ohio State, they win at home. So the fact that they've got um, a, a good chunk of those games at home, I, I think this is a ticket worth firing off on. Even you know, even if you're talking about Brad at the fifteen to one. But no, I'm, I'm going. I'm on a plane right. to Colorado. I want, want some action on this <laughs> at forty to one. That's insane yeah, uh, in the membrane value, man. 
Yeah, that's that's really wild. Uh, the, the only other one of the conference ones that had stood out to me, and unfortunately they slipped up about a week ago, that was Colorado State. They're at plus 800 right now. They got the win um, over Boise State on the road. That was a big one. CSU's got a rough schedule down the stretch, though. They've still got to play. They've got to play the Broncos again. They've still got to play Wyoming again. Um, so they've got a rough schedule, and they're sitting there at eight to one. Wyoming right now is the favorite uh, to go ahead and take the uh, the conference title. But I'll be fascinated, Brad, when the tournament um, when the tournament odds, the individual conference tournament odds come out because. I think you could see some sleepers. Obviously, my Oregon State Beavers were the ultimate sleeper last year and doing it in the Pac-12. Um, but that's where I think you start to see some fun. Regular season's one thing, but in the tournament, sometimes, you know, you're playing those back-to-back games. You know, you're, it, it, things just get a little weird sometimes in the tournament. I'm really looking forward to those. That's all about draw. You know, we, we constantly say that, and we preach it till we're blue in the face, but uh, that is inevitably true when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Uh, see Illinois last year getting an awful draw and seeing Loyola Chicago in the round of 32, and you saw the end result as uh, the Ramblers bounce my Illini. Bad matchup. Yeah, it's a matchup-based game, and it's single elimination format, and that's why they call it March Madness. So, yeah, but we get the Sweet 16 odds, and right now the only thing can wager on is to make the Final Four, uh, to cut down the nets of the overall title, market but yeah i mean the really where the values are or a will a team get in or out of the tournament right uh and my bracketology is finally going to be released i i hear today at ballysports.com so we're going to be paying attention to those markets once they begin to surface as we get closer to march but uh once the pairings do come out then it's all about who makes it to the sweet 16 who tastes that sweetness uh the elite eight i mean you can wager on anything under the sun and that's why it is forget the super bowl the NCAA tournament is the greatest spectacle in sports betting every single year, and I cannot wait. With that, let's get to it here on this Taco Tuesday edition with another spicy fade five. Number five. All right, Lenny, let's drop the puck and make some bucks. National Hockey League tonight. Last time I talked to you, uh, you were mired in a polar vortex. Hopefully you have uh, broken out of the funk, my friend. Uh, you have reacquired units lost and we're going to melt some of the ice tonight in the NHL. So what do you got for me? Well, Brad, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I've heated up, but we're at least not as cold as we were there for a while. We're kind of lukewarm. Let's see if we go through this week that things can get a little bit better. There's a lot of games on the schedule tonight to choose from, but we're going to start in Ottawa. St. Louis will travel to take on the Senators. Uh, this is one that St. Louis is heavily favored, but if you go back and look at the last six times these two teams have played, St. Louis has won by multi-goals in four out of those last six. Uh, they have a tendency to beat up on the Senators, and so I I'm actually going to get seduced by the plus 130 odds on St. Louis to actually uh, take it on the puck line. So let's get mm. St. Louis to win by multiple goals. So minus one and a half, but a plus 130. I think that is tasty. Even though the Blues are on the road, they've they've split their two games since the All-Star break. But frankly, they should be 2-0. and They just had one bad period of hockey. Uh, otherwise, they'd 2-0 and coming out of the break. So I'm rolling with the Blues on the puck line minus one and a half. Oh, yeah. Plus odds? Heck, yeah. I am totally in on that and get seduced by the juice. Number four. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the National Basketball Association with the player props that I like tonight. I am down 
on Jalen Brown. I'm not getting down with Jalen. I'm actually going the opposite direction and fading him hard tonight. Uh, taking the under on 23.5 points at Philadelphia, minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at Jalen Brown and what he has done here uh, the last several games. Uh, he's not shooting the ball particularly well here in the month of February. In fact, uh, building cities with all the bricks laid from outside, shooting just 16.1% along the perimeter here this month. He has been under 23.5 points in four of his last six games. Uh, he's faced Philadelphia three times this season. He went 21, so under, 30, over, and nine points. So he's been under in two of three, and we know that the 76ers are one of the stiffest defending teams in the NBA. Number eight, in adjusted offensive efficiency. And over their last three games, they've tightened up even more, giving up just 0977 Points per possession, Lundy. So, full brown fade for me. Give me the under. 23 and a half points at Philadelphia. Fade or follow, my man. Oh, you got the numbers to back it up. I will fade you as I will fade him as well. Let's oh, go with the Oh, under. is that a Freudian slip? Are no, you sure? I'm not gonna fade. Well, Brad, we, you, it, it, you and NBA picks have not exactly occupied the same <laughs> no, zip code uh, no. recently. But I also am a believer. I, I, when you start fading a guy on his point totals, because normally you like overs, you like finding not lines that are offset to the point where you can be favored to be able to jump up above a number. And so when you start fading somebody's total like this, like you're doing with Jalen Brown, that tells me that you've got like, you know, there's like a, a funky uh, tickle going on, like in your left knee, you know, like when bad <laughs> weather's coming and you're 75 years old. Uh, so I think you've got the feeling here on the road against Philly. I'm going to follow you on this one and fade mr brown all right uh we're fading brown hopefully he will make us frown number three all right let's move on to the sec the battle of behemoths not only in that league but really on the national scene tennessee the volunteers hosting oscar shibway uh your likely naismith winner he's definitely a, a front runner for the wooden award uh and the kentucky wildcats and and i'm gonna side with the home team here and I, I think Rocky Top is going to be rocking for sure. So I'm going to lay the one point, uh, pull this line from DraftKings, just a light juice at minus 105, which is even more encouraging and why I'm taking this wager. Now you look at Tennessee, they are 13-0 and at home, and they are playing outstanding defense there within their friendly confines, giving up just 0 0.870 points per possession at home and forcing a turnover on 27.7% of opponent possessions. Now, uh, you look at the Vols, they also get after on the offensive glass, grabbing a second chance opportunity at home on 38.1% of their possessions, and they got revenge game on the mind because they got their clocks cleaned uh, in Lexington back in the middle of January, losing that one 107 to 79. Brisk paced game to say the least that's not really how Tennessee likes to play uh we'll see if Ty Ty Washington can suit up uh he uh hurt his I believe it was a knee or an ankle last time out and he's been fighting through a ton of injuries and if he can't go that really changes the dynamics uh for coach Cal and company because Ty Ty dropped 28 points in game number one and he is a pivotal producer in that backcourt for this Kentucky team. So uh, monitor his situation, and 
Uh, he's ultimately a, a game-time decision, and if he is uh, unavailable, I think Tennessee will roll. And, heck, even if he is in uniform, could be limited in some capacity, and the Vols could still climb Rocky Top and get that much-needed W. So, fade or follow Rick Barnes and the Tennessee Volunteers, minus one at home against Big Blue, minus 105 at DraftKings. I- I'm with you on this one. This is just a – for me, this is just kind of a gut feel. This is such a great yep. game tonight, yep. uh, but I'm going to roll with the revenge factor, Brad. I'm going to roll with how good the Vols are at home. And then I'm going to throw this random-ass stat out at oh, you I like just it. because I think these are kind of fun to do. The Vols in their last 16 games that follows a loss against the spread. I mean, Last 16 games that they play after they they blew it against the spread, they're 12-3-1 ATS. So mm-hmm. I'll roll with it. looks like this is a squad that when they don't perform well, maybe Barnes lights a little bit of a fire and says, hey, you guys, let's get, get, get your ish together, right? I think they do that. I think they get a very, very important win tonight at home. Yeah, good old Rocky Top, Rocky Top Tennessee. Stick around for my top picks in college basketball plus bonus time in the NHL, the NBA, and of course, more college hoops. Number two. All right, let's head to the Mountain West Conference, one of my favorite leagues uh, this year, and it's going to be a multi-bid conference come NCAA tournament time. Make it as many as four teams, maybe get an upset in the conference tournament. Maybe the hell they get five tickets punched for the postseason. And right now your pack leader in minus 165 to take this conference in the regular season, my boys. Yeah, giddy up. Yeah, Wyoming going on the road tonight at Albuquerque to take on the Lobos of New Mexico, and I'm going to take the over, Lundy, on the team total 77.5 points uh, against Richard Patino's squad. And you might say, man, that that's a hefty, that's a beefy number, Brad. But all Wyoming does is put points on the board. They are the most efficient team in the league in terms of points per possession score. They're also number one in effective field goal percentage offense in Mountain West Conference play. The last time these two teams faced one another in Laramie, 93 to 91 was the final Lundy uh, with Wyoming getting the edge there. That was back on January 22nd. Uh, This game will be played at an NASCAR pace. Uh, The Lobos number 18 in all of college basketball and adjusted tempo. And they are number 256 in adjusted offensive efficiency. So Hunter Maldonado, who is a six foot seven point guard who will post up dudes. You don't really see that very often. Yes. A point guard posting up cats and undressing them in the process, leaving luxury on the deck. Uh, and you got Graham E.K., you got Drake Jeffries, who is a marksman from outside. This Wyoming team is fun, man. Uh, I've really enjoyed watching them flourish this season, and that train will not suddenly halt tonight. Not in Albuquerque, not against a toothless defense of New Mexico. So, cowboy up! Give me the over, 77.5 points on the team total at New Mexico, minus 110 at DraftKings. Fade or follow? Yeah, New Mexico's not going to play any defense. Are you no, kidding me? No. no, of course they're not. Uh, I like this team total a lot. I, I know that it's a big number, but folks, if you haven't seen Wyoming, uh, Brad's right. They're, this is a fun team to watch. It's yeah. kind of nice to see somebody coming out of a different conference um, that 
you know, I, I mean, am I expecting them to go down to, you know, Waco and beat up on Baylor? Probably not. But this is still a really fun team to watch in a fun conference. Um, you know, I was talking about Colorado State earlier, Wyoming right there in the mix, Boise State in the mix. The Mountain West has got some good teams yep. and Wyo can score. So I think the Cowboys are going to get to this 77 and a half mark. Maybe it's not that 93, 91 uh, that happened in Laramie, uh, you know, back at the end of January. I would expect this to be another high scoring affair because you've just got two teams that that's the pace of play they're going to they're going to follow. So take Wyo, take the over on the team total. Win! With Wild number one. All right, let's go to the Big Ten and the marquee matchup in that league tonight. Uh, Indiana hosting the Wisconsin Badgers inside the Assembly Hall. And I'm going to lay the chalk here with the home team, and I'm taking IU. Uh, minus three, available at FanDuel at minus 110. Now, Indiana, uh, they got their backs against the wall right now. They, they desperately need to win. As they've dropped, uh, I, I believe it's three or four consecutive games in league play. It's three. They were seven and four just a few days ago. They were nipping at the heels of some of the upper crust there in the conference, and then the you know the cold front swept through, and they've dropped three in a row, standing at five hundred night right now in league play, and and I think they're going to get the Badgers here. Uh, you know, Indiana is a home. Hercules, 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 uh, as they have scored or allowed, excuse me, just 0.873 points per possession on defense inside the assembly hall. That's the 11th best uh, position in adjusted defensive efficiency among teams performing at home this season, according to Bart Torvik. And opponents are also shooting just 39.5%. That's it inside the arc against IU. Uh, at the Assembly Hall. Now, you look at Wisconsin, number 201 in effective field goal percentage offense away from uh, Madison. So that is a team that uh, struggles to score on the road, though. They are 6-2. and two. They pulled out some huge victories, including uh, victories at Purdue, victories at Michigan State. So they are road-proven, road-warriors. Uh, but I think Trace Jackson Davis only scored nine in the first match between these two teams way back in early December. Uh, that game being played in Madison, it was a 64-59 to W for the Badgers. Uh, that, that's a matchup problem, I believe, for Wisconsin, and he will have a much different game the second time around. We'll see if Rob Fennessey is going to be available. He's been dealing with injury. Uh, but even if he is not, uh, I think Indiana – desperate teams this time of year I typically like to tail, and this is a prime – case of exactly that they will bear their teeth they will get the win and more importantly they will get the cover and another quadrant one victory to the resume so lundy fade or follow iu minus three at home against wisconsin minus 110 of Fanduel. let me ask you this though brad you talk about wanting to tail teams that are desperate do you think i, I feel like the badgers are a little desperate after losing at home to rutgers I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there. I I think they're probably a little ticked well, off, here, too. Well, here's the deal about Wisconsin that, you know, a lot of people may not realize. So there are luck metrics that are out there, record luck that shot quality tracks. Uh, it's just a luck rating that Ken Pond tracks. Wisconsin is, I believe, 28 in record luck at shot quality. And they're inside the top 10 in luck rating as well. Lady Luck may be rearing her ugly head in Wisconsin's Joe direction, and the law of average is starting to kick in because this team has overperformed, 
And I think you're going to see that, again, front and center tonight. Though, you're right, they will be certainly motivated to wash away the bitter taste on the tongue still resonating after losing at home to Rutgers. Yeah, I, I'm just throwing that out there. I, I mean, Wisconsin, obviously, you know, we're not sitting here talking about Wisconsin like a bubble team, you know, so they don't have that kind of back against the wall. I'm just throwing that out there because yeah. that was kind of a crappy loss for them yeah, uh, to have at home. So here's what I'll tell you, Brad. I'm going to roll. I'm going to follow you on on the Hoosiers minus the three. Um, uh, Indiana is is nine and one against the spread the last 10 games that they've been a favorite at home. Nine and one against the spread favorite at home. So I'm going to roll with you with that. But I will tell you my. My preference, my favorite bet, if we're doing one in this game, is the under, uh, which mm. sits right now at 132 and a half. Um, these two, they scored what, 123 when they played back in in December. I mean, yep. they were under this total. Yep. Um, I, I think this is going to be. You, you talked about Indiana with their defense, with how they hold folks from inside the arc. Um, I, I think this is going to be another one of those kind of low scoring Big Ten type games. So I'll follow you with Indiana, but I'll throw my own little bonus out there, and that is I like the under at 132 and a half right now at DraftKings. All right, uh, what other bonuses do we have in store? It is indeed. Bonus time! What do you got for me, Lundy? Well, I, I told you we like St. Louis on the puck line at the minus one and a half. So let's put together three money line teams in hockey tonight. That's going to pay us a nice one sixty-eight uh, if they uh, if they can all get the job done. Colorado will be back at home. Um, they are taking on Dallas, so it's a back-to-back in terms of playing the Stars, but this time the Avs are at home. We'll take the Avs. We'll take St. Louis. I told you I thought they were going to win big. And then we'll add in the Pittsburgh Penguins as well, who are at home to take on the Flyers. If you put all three of those together, Moneyline plus 168. Ooh, I like the Waddle uh, toss in there as well. At plus 168, yeah, it gets seduced by that juice. Uh, let's go back to the NBA first. I, I like Anthony Edwards over 29.5 points plus rebounds. At Charlotte, you know, a team we've been picking on often in the rebounding category. But Edwards with the points, uh, you can't fade him there. I mean, the guy, last couple of games, gone 42 combined and 37 combined. It's just a minus 105 juice, too. So, it is light on that end, and it's certainly sucking me in. 41.6% field goal percentage in February. That's all Edwards has posted. Uh, But, you know, you look at uh, the last time he faced Charlotte, he went under this. Uh, but he only played in 28 minutes, and Charlotte certainly leaky defensively. Number 24 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency, and they have given up the second-most opponent rebounds per game. So I like the matchup there. I like how Edwards has been rocking and rolling here these last couple of outings, and I think it will continue tonight. Uh, elsewhere in college basketball, give me Wake Forest plus 10.5 on the road inside Cameron Indoor against the Dukies, baby. Get well soon, Dickie V. Uh, Wake, quite lively. Wake and bake, indeed, on D. Uh, giving up just 0.984 points per possession in the ACC. That's the second best mark in that league. The Deeks also really get after it inside, netting 61.3% inside the arc, uh, which is astonishing. This is too many points. I know Duke uh, beat him by 12 earlier this season on the road, but. Aldonis Williams, Jake La Ravia inside that one-two combo. I think we'll keep this one in single digits and Wake scores the cover on the road. How about Providence tonight? Catching four at home against Villanova. Colossal matchup in the Big East. Uh, I know Providence is overachieved. They are number one in the country in record luck, according to shot quality, but they can just continue to win. They're unblemished at home, 14-0 this season, where they're netting 1.116 points per possession. I think Nate Watson, 
and Manaya inside are going to be a problem for Villanova, which is a bit undersized in the interior. And now Villanova, too, they live and die by the three. And Providence, outstanding, stretching to the perimeter, giving up just 30.6% in Big East play along the arc. And a one last one, I'll do a little three-leg parlay. Toledo money line uh, against Kent State. Ohio money line against Miami and TCU at home money line against a struggling Iowa State team that's lost four consecutive games. Each of those teams win plus 125. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on social media at Nate Lundy. Follow me there on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, which you kindly if you enjoy this podcast. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.